Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Reading Joshua chapter 16 through 18. The allotment for the descendants of Joseph extended from the Jordan River near Jericho, east of the springs of Jericho, through the wilderness and into the hill country of Bethel. From Bethel, that is Luz, it ran over to Atarath in the territory of the Arknites. Then it descended westward to the territory of the Jephalites, as far as the lower Beth as far as lower Beth Horon then to Gezer, and over to the Mediterranean Sea. This was the homeland allotted to the families of Joseph's sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. The following territory was given to the clans of the tribe of Ephraim. The boundary of their homeland began at Atarath Adar on the east, and from there it ran to the upper Beth Horon. Then on to the Mediterranean Sea, and from Mikpath in the north, and the boundary curved eastward past Tanath Shiloh on the east of Genoi. From Genoi, it turned southward to Atarath and Zarar, touched Jericho, and ended at the Jordan River. From Temoi, The boundary extended westward following the Canaan Ravine to the Mediterranean Sea. This is the homeland allocated to the tribes of the clans of the tribe of Ephraim. In addition, some towns with their surrounding villages in the territory allocated to the half-tribe of Manasseh were set aside for the tribe of Ephraim. They did not drive the Canaanites out of Gezer. However, so the people of Gezer lived as slaves among the people of Ephraim to this day. The next allotment of land was given to the half-tribe of Manasseh, the descendants of Joseph's older son. Maker, the firstborn of the son of Manasseh, was the father of Gilead. Because his descendants were experienced soldiers, the regions of Gilead and Bashan on the east side of the Jordan had already been given to them. So the allotment on the west side of the Jordan was for the remaining families within the clans of the tribe of Manasseh, Abizer, Helek, Asherai, Shechem, Hefer, Shebani. These clans represent the male descendants of Manasseh, son of Joseph. However, Zelophehad, the descendant of Hefer, son of Gilead, son of Maker, son of Manasseh, had no sons. He only had daughters whose names were Mala, Noah, Hogla, Milka, and Terza. These women came to Eleazar the priest, Joshua son of Nun, and the Israelite leaders, and said, The Lord commanded Moses to give us a grant of land along with the men of our tribe. So Joshua gave them the grant of land along with their uncles as the Lord had commanded. As a result, Manasseh's total allocation came to ten parcels of land, in addition to the land of Gilead and Bashan across the Jordan River, because the female descendants of Manasseh received a grant of land along with the male descendants. 
The land of Gilead was given to the rest of the male descendants of Manasseh. The boundary of the tribe of Manasseh extended from the border of Asher to Michmalath near Shechem. Then the boundary went from Michmalath to the settlement near the spring of Tapalel. The land surrounding Tapalel belonged to Manasseh, but the town of Tapala itself on the on the border of Manasseh's territory belonged to the tribe of Ephraim. From the spring of Tapala, the boundary of Manasseh followed the Kana ravine to the Mediterranean Sea. Several towns south of the ravine were inside Manasseh's territory, but they actually belonged to the tribe of Ephraim. In general, however, the land south of the ravine belonged to Ephraim, and the land north of the ravine belonged to Manasseh. Manasseh's boundary ran along the northern side of the ravine and ended at the Mediterranean Sea. North of Manasseh was the territory of Asher, and the east was the territory of Issachar. The following towns within the territory of Issachar and Asher, however, were given to Manasseh, Bethshan, Ibelem, Dor, that is Naboth-Dor, Edor, Tanakh, Medego, each with their surrounding settlements. But the descendants of Manasseh were unable to occupy these towns because the Canaanites were determined to stay in that region. However, later... However, later when the Israelites became strong enough, they forced the Canaanites to work as slaves, but they did not drive them out of the land. The descendants of Joseph came to Joshua and asked, Why have you given us only one portion of land as our homeland when the Lord has blessed us with so many people? Joshua replied, If there are so many of you, and if the hill country of Ephraim is not large enough for you, clear out land for yourselves in the forest where the Pezzarites and Rephorites live. The descendants of Joseph responded, It's true that the hill country is not large enough for us, but all the Canaanites in the lowlands have iron chariots. Both those in Bethshan and its surrounding settlements, and those in the valley of Jezreel, they are too strong for us. Then Joshua said to the tribes of Ephraim and Manasseh, the descendants of Joseph, Since you are so large and strong, you will be given more than one portion. The forest of the hill country will be yours as well. Clear as much of the land as you wish and take possession of its farthest corners. And you will drive out the Canaanites from the valleys too, even though they are strong and they have iron chariots. Now, the land that was under Israelite control and the entire community of Israel gathered at Shiloh and set up the tabernacle. But there remained seven tribes who had not been yet allotted their grants of land. Then Joshua asked them, How long are you going to wait before taking possession of the remaining land the Lord, the God of your ancestors, has given you? Select three men from each tribe, and I will send them out to explore the land and map it out. Then they will return to me with a written report with their proposed divisions of their new homeland. 
Let them divide the land into seven sections, including Judah's territory in the south, Joseph's territory in the north, and when you record the seven divisions of the land and bring each of them to me, I will cast sacred lots in the presence of the Lord our God to assign assign land to each tribe. The Levites, however, will not receive any allotment of land. Their role as priests of the Lord is their allotment. And the tribes of Gad, Reuben, and the half-tribe of Manasseh won't receive any more land, for they have already received their grant of land, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave them on the east side of the Jordan River. As the men started on their way to map the land, Joshua commanded them, Go and explore the land and write a description of it. Then return to me, and I will assign the land to the tribes by casting sacred lots here in the presence of the Lord at Shiloh. The men did as they were told and mapped the entire territory into seven sections, listing the towns in each section. They made a written record and then returned to Joshua in the camp of Shiloh. And there at Shiloh, Joshua cast sacred lots in the presence of the Lord to determine which tribe should have each section. The first allotment of land went to the clans of the tribe of Benjamin. It lay between the territory assigned to the tribes of Judah and Joseph. The northern boundary of Benjamin's land began at the Jordan River, went north to the slope of Jericho, and west through the hill country and the wilderness of Beth-Avon. From there, the boundary went south to Luz, that is Bethel, and proceeded down to Atareth, Adar, and the hill that lies between south of the lower Beth-Horon. The boundary then made a turn and swung south along the western edge of the hill facing Beth Horon, ending at the village of Kerath Baal, that is, Kerath Jerem, a town belonging to the tribe of Judah. This was the western boundary. The southern boundary began at the outskirts of Kerath Jerem. From the western point it ran to the springs of the waters of Neroboth, and down to the base of the mountain beside the hill, the valley of Ben-Henohem, at the northern end of the valley of Rephraim. From there it went down the valley of Hinnom, crossing south at the slope where the Jebusites lived, and continued down to En-Rogel. From En-Rogel, the boundary proceeded in the northernly, northernly direction and came to En-Shemoth, and from and on to Gilioth, which was across from the slopes of Adullam. Then it went down to the stone of Bohan. Bohan was Reuben's son. From there it passed along the north side of the slope overlooking the Jordan Valley. The border then went down into the valley, ran past the north slope of Beth Hogalal and ended at the north bay of the Dead Sea, which is the southern end of the Jordan River. This was the southern boundary. The eastern boundary was the Jordan River. These were the boundaries of the homeland allocated to the clans of the tribe of Benjamin. These were the towns given to the clans of the tribe of Benjamin. 
Jericho, Beth Hagalel, Emek Kizes, Beth Araba, Zimaram, Bethel, Havum, Para, Ophra, Zephyr Ammonai, Hophani, Geba, the twelve towns of the surrounding villages, also Gibeon, Ramah, Beoroth, Mizpah, Kebarai, Moza, Rikam, Irpel, Torala, Zila, Hafala, and the Jebusite town that is Jerusalem. Giba and Keroth Jerem, fourteen towns with their surrounding villages. This was the allocated homeland to the clans of the tribe of Benjamin. As we read these different towns and these different locations and all of these boundaries, we all get overwhelmed with names of places that we have not been. And yet, for the people, this is what they had been hoping for for their entire lives. They were finally receiving the land that God had promised them. And so I know for us, we can get overwhelmed by it, and it doesn't mean a whole lot for us. And yet for them, this was the fulfillment of the promise. God had promised them and their their fathers and their mothers and the generation before that this would be their land, and it was finally coming to pass. And so I, I, like all of us, when we read these names, we have a difficult time pronouncing them, and we have a difficult time for us imagining what these villages and towns and boundaries would look like. But just be assured of this. The people were excited. They would have had to have been to finally receive what God had promised them. How joyful their hearts would have been. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.